It's definitely not a bot. Unless. What's going on, guys? Mick Jiggy from the You Good Podcast. Yo, what's good? It's DJ Eon. Yo, your boy stay blessed in the building. Always gotta be different. Well, welcome to the You Good Podcast, given to you by Syndicated Entertainment. Let's get it started. Let's get it popping, bro. Happy New Year. Syndicated. Yeah. That was the attack. That was like a drop. <laughs> syndicated. Insert, insert drop. Here. Insert drop. Here. Yeah, insert drop. All right. Well, yeah, welcome to the that. first episode. Happy New Year, guys. Yo, let's get popping. That's right. Uh, New Year. New goals, right? New year, new mic? Um, nah, man. I think I'm gonna stay my same self. Honestly, I think what's been working for the past 24 years has been it's been good. I don't see why I need to change for the new decade, for the new year. I think I'm obviously doing something wrong. Shit ain't been panning out the way I want it to. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm doing a lot of things wrong, but I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like changing at this point in time. And, you know, what I'm doing now, all my wrong decisions will make my life entertaining. That is super true. You know, I feel like if your life is right, like what what is really the point of having a right life? Like the wrong lives are the most entertaining lives. Yeah, that's true. When you do some dumb shit or you that's, do something that's like That's kinda sad though. Like you gotta in a way. Yeah, a but bit. think about okay. it. Okay. You ever done something like stupid, like for example, you're like, you know, I'm gonna times. regret this, but you know what? Like for example, you said you were drinking out in the club and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna hate it, but bring up the hen. Plenty of times. Yeah, and it's like so, but sometimes it I may, yeah. Plenty of times, man. Fucking bottle service is actually a fucking regret. <laughs> I don't know why people do that. I've never done bottle service before. Uh, we, I, I, yo, I feel like pregame is the way to go. It definitely like, is. Like this shit that we were right now, like drinking Henny and shit before going anywhere, then we're not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I, but, I, yeah. I, I used to want to always like do bottle service. And when I got older, I got inside clubs and stuff like that. I used to like see prices six hundred dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> Why are we Just doing this? Was it essential water? Essential. <laughs> nah, it was like the Fiji. It was like the Dasani type shit. Like. I feel like the Yo. best thing to do is just pregame before you get to a club. And the thing is, you're paying that money just for like a girl to walk up to you with like fucking like a, a fucking sprinkler on the top of the shit with like, you know, no, what do you call it? Like a firecracker on the top of the bottle and just put it on your table. That's yeah, it. You're just paying for the performance, basically. And but, she don't do nothing. She walks at the table and drop it. And she goes do it for somebody else. Like, I thought I was special. Yo, I thought I was special. She not special, yo. Especially when I thought, I, I, Martin, I, I, not for real. I thought I was special. I'm like, yo, like these two beautiful ladies with sparklers and Hennessy. You know we love. You know how much we love Hennessy and shit. And like next thing you know, we see two tables down on VIP. The same thing's happening. I'm like, yo, where is the loyalty? You, you cheated, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no type of loyalty, man. Fun, fun, fun fact. I once was at a club. Um, I was with my boy, and I saw like the ladies like with the sparklers. Yeah. So like I walked by them and like Snapchatted myself. Oh my god! <laughs> I Snapchatted yo, myself <laughs> next to them to make it look like those bottles was for me. <laughs> yo, what's, yo, what's wrong with you? Guys, I thought it was lit. It was the first time I ever saw it. No, it wasn't the first time. It was like the second time. time. So I'm like, nah, that's lit. And then I actually checked the bottle price and I'm like, I'm not paying yo, I'm not paying 600 for some bottles. <laughs> bro, you paying, you paying for bottles you can buy at the corner store, man. Yeah, man. So I just walked by and good. I just like, you know, I snapchatted myself right next to them. Nobody knew the difference. They just like, yo, Mike, you lit. I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lit and so are the fucking candles, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking stupid, man. Oh. I see, bus. McJiggy, man. 2020 is right around the corner, man. Actually, when we dropped this, it's the 2020 already. Yeah. So, Happy New Year, guys. That's right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, right? Super Bowl. So, on deck. What's the goals looking like, guys? What's the goals looking like? Mm. So, you mean like a New Year resolution? Nah, just 
What's like? What do you want to get done when 2020 is over? Um, I have a few. I have a few. My first and my my biggest my biggest goal is to move out. You know, establish a place of my own. Give my you know give myself a, a nice little humble abode. Um, I committed myself. I'm so committed to moving out that I told Eon and Jiggy that if I'm still in my house at the end of 2020, I'm jumping out this window. Um, <laughs> which I said is stupid, bro. You're not gonna survive a four-story fucking But here's drop. the thing, right? You know how sometimes you're so committed to something that you don't really think about what you say? So like, I'm making yes. a bet. Like, I don't really wanna jump out this window, but <laughs> I gotta tell myself, I gotta, I gotta be a man of my word. So if I'm still in my house at 2020, I'm jumping out the window. I live on the street, just so I don't have to jump out this window. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest goal. And my second goal is to do 10 pull-ups in a row. That's always been like a fucking Achilles heel of mine. So yeah, it's just been one of those little things that could like, you know, that's been holding me back for my life. Nah, I feel you. I feel like if I get to nine, I'm good, right? No? You said ten. You said ten. Ten? I should do ten. I should do five, not ten. So what happens if like, it's like it's December 31st, 2020, and I can only do nine. Do I pass or do I fail? You clearly fail. You gotta jump out that window. You clearly fail. Um, I guess. <laughs> Mike, I hope you stay blessed on the way down, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so should I jump out this window if I can't do ten either? <laughs> yeah. That's my goal. That's like my punishment if I don't achieve my goals. And I feel like that is something that we should all like strive for, you know? Do something really extreme if you don't achieve your goals. And that's not telling you to like you know, jump out of the window. That's telling you to achieve your goals, so you don't have to jump out the window. That is very true. I want to. I want to move out my house, and I want to do temple up. So if I don't do that, um, I may not be here for twenty twenty one because I'm jumping out the window. He will be here for twenty twenty one because we support our brother. All right, we're not gonna let you jump out the window. Man, not, not even that. Or I might just laugh on the way down, but we support you. You Mike, will. I Mike, won't. Mike has a very special friend, special fan. That's Loki Psycho. So like, I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't want you dying on my conscience. Yeah. Alright, Jiggy, what you got for 2020? Yeah, bro? make sure that person watches the podcast. I'm oh no, what fan is this? The number one fan. You know oh, my girl. Fan? Yeah, my girl. Good cause. Yeah, man. Alright, you yeah. hug it out. Alright, my girl. Next, next topic. Alright, cool. Uh, Alright, Jiggy, what you got so for 2020? Goals, right? So at first I thought, uh, <laughs> we could have moved. Uh, first I was thinking about uh, New Year's resolutions, but I guess my, where I'm at right now is that, you know, Nick Jiggy, I'm a music producer. I'm really looking to push my brand forward in 2020. So I already have a lot of collaborations out where uh, I just been like networking this like it's crazy, just like sending my beats out and like trying to get people to just, you know, find my beats fire, want to rap on them, want to sing on them. And I'm really just trying to, you know, start branding my name in 2020. So I want to have a couple of songs out. I want to have a whole discography. I can never say the word discography. Yeah. yeah, that's too many syllables. Yeah, it, yeah, shit. <laughs> but I want to have a, I guess, many different, you know, cosigns in a way where I can be like, okay, boom, I'm dope because I produce for this, that, and a third. Therefore, propelling myself towards, you know, working with even people on higher levels, basically. Setting so, like the people. So the thing is, a lot of these co collaborations, I work with them. I worked with these artists in like 2019, mm -hmm. so they're gonna become more apparent in 2020. But it's like, I guess in 2020, I want to continue to step that up, is what I'm saying. So when those, you know, collaborations do come up, I want it to be like, a, okay, you see this? I have this on streaming platforms. I made this. I made this. I made this. Therefore, almost like a resume, like for music, where it's like, therefore, you should work with me. 
So I want to continue to move that brand up and also get back to lyrics because uh, I, I, can't, I made a couple of songs, uh, Joggers and Froze, that uh, I didn't like too much, but I want to work on my lyricism and kind of put out some music. So music is my main goal for 2020, to really just like brand myself and really you know, get up there. I respect that. Long story <clears throat> short, everybody, MC is trying to get out of his um, young thug phase. What? He's trying to move towards his J. Cole Nigga, phase. Yo, I never wore a dress. Um, don't, don't call no, me Young Thug. In terms, <laughs> um, he ha I have pictures. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't let fool you guys. Well, actually, you know, if music-wise, I respect Young Thug. In terms of music, man. Personality, I'm not sure. I thought we were talking about wearing dress. Oh my god. All right, so <laughs> we switching up to Eon. All right, so I guess uh, my goal for 2020 is to continue, you know, expanding with syndicated entertainment, expanding with blacklisted, trying to get more events. The first fine high events, you know, doing showcases, fashion shows, regular parties, continue with that. Uh, continue with brand, basically putting out some more mixes, putting out some playlists for you guys, you know. Also dropping a playlist soon. So look out for that. You know, just also want to make a thousand dollars off of one gig. Oof, you definitely And the residency, man, because there's a lot of trash DJs out there. Ooh. So. Nah, there's a lot of trash DJs, but I know a lot of great, fantastic ones. Like it's a insert shots here. Nah, not at all. But there's a lot of there's <laughs> a lot of trash attention trash DJs. There's a lot of trash DJs out DJ there. DJ Eon is coming. But I, through I have Oof. I have the privilege and the honor of working with the most amazing DJs I've ever met in my life. Shout out Blackout. Shout out Thematics. Shout out Mastermind. Shout out Teamings, man. You guys are the best. Yo, I gotta say. Oh, shout out Hypnotics too, bro. Shout out Hypnotics and Train, DJ Train, you too, bro. I gotta say, Eon is known in the streets though. So, I want to transition to like a, a story, but I want to know if we conclude the story time. Um, are we doing story time? Because we have a lot of stories. Attention, DJ Aaron is known in these streets for more than just DJ. I like to prefer to, I like to refer to him as a skeezer. Wow. But is that what we're talking about now? No, no, no. Save that that's for later. A, that's okay. episode two, man. I'm trying to. Episode I two. Need that, I don't need that business out there, man. Oh Just having your mind, DJ Eon is trying to. Oh, we're coming at you. I'm trying to be two. happy, you heard? But yo, yo, we, we gonna talk about some of these posts, like Eon be posting. Hey, on his yeah, hey, hey. You said stories. So I don't know what type of stories. One step about. at a time, guys. Nah, nah. I didn't know who was giving them that heat. <laughs> no, not episode one. They're not ready. No, they're not ready. They're not ready. Okay. We'll talk about that. We talk about the episode two, man. Jiggy, what type of stories you got from my mission? Uh, not like a crazy long story, but uh, oh, no. it's funny. I went to like a get together today, right? So my pops, he has a lot of friends of his from like Haiti. So a lot of them, you know, went to America and you know they had kids, you know, this shit like that. So the thing is, like, he stayed in close contact with these guys, and so basically, uh, some of his classmates wanted to meet up, and that's when they were like, oh. How about we bring our kids too? And they were just like, okay, how about we had like, you know, the following generation link up and stuff like that. So I'm expecting to go to like a corny event. And I'm just like, okay, this is, they're gonna like force each other to like mingle and you know, force each other to be like, oh, oh, oh exchange numbers and shit like that. You know, it's like forced networking is mm -hmm. what I expected. But there were some pretty dope ass people that went there. Like uh, my father's coworker, no, not coworker, but his uh, classmate back in Haiti, she has a son, he's like a producer also. Producing seven years, and this shit is like crazy good. Like, it had me looking as a producer, I was just like, yo, I gotta step my shit up. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, uh, I was telling Eon earlier that uh, we went to like a like a diner, and so we saw a DJ blacklisted. Oh, Blackout. We saw Black, we saw Blackout. Blacklisted is a company, Blackout is my boss. I keep mixing it up. Shout out DJ Blackout. 
I see DJ Blackout walk in, and I said, I was like, yo, I think I know that nigga. I'm not sure. The producer nigga I was talking to was like, yo, what's up, Blackout? And Dap Smoke. I'm like, yo, how, how do you know him? And that's when he was like, yo, I've been to a couple of parties. And I was like, yo, that's crazy, small world. And I was like, yo, you ever heard of DJ Eon? He was like, DJ Eon, that sounds mad familiar. And I was just like, yo, Steve is known in these streets. Eon is known in these streets. <laughs> nah, but I thought it was like really dope. And I think I told Eon, I saw uh, Blackout, and I was like, yo, 2020, I already know Eon. <laughs> I, I keep fucking up. I already know Eon is gonna like make other strides, cause like, your name is already like catching buzz. It's already like, and like he frequently goes to parties and he was like, that name sounds super familiar. And then again, he's friends with Blackout. So I mean, he may have heard the name. So, so, but I was just like, still dope. I was like, just like a test. Like, you know, Eon, you know, DJ Eon. And he was like, that sounds super familiar. I'm not sure if I went to his parties or not, but I've heard that name before. So 2020, watch out. Eon's coming for you guys. Yeah, I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest things that I, I respect about Eon is that the fact that he, you know, he works very hard. He's very dedicated to his craft, and um, now I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and call this nigga lazy. Um, wow! We can, wow! I'm, I'm, we can, I'm gonna call this nigga. Wow! Lazy. Yeah, we can, no, we can definitely Strike. argue that. We oh. can definitely argue All that. Right. There's certain part. There's certain athletes that get hit, and that's why. Depend- <laughs> I thought this was syndicated entertainment. <laughs> depending on, depending on, like I thought it was about us, not not shit on here. Depending <laughs> on what you mean by that, depending <laughs> on what you mean by that, I I would agree with you. But there's also certain times where he is very dedicated to his craft. Definitely, definitely. And he has taken steps from the start of 2019 to make sure that he puts himself in those positions to meet those people. I believe this was the year that he, you know, actually joined Blackout and he actually joined, yeah. you know, those other group of DJs. Shout out to, to Ash Cash, because of, she put me on. Appreciate you for that. Yeah, so, Ash, 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 you know, Ash, Ash. it's just, it's just he, he's, he's dedicated to, you know, trying to improve himself, right. trying to work on his craft and trying to get his name out. Because I remember he's always used to say that he wanted to be a DJ and, and, and he is one now. Word. Now he's trying to be Facts. a known DJ. Now he's trying to get his name out there. So he's, he's worked towards that. So, you know, and I think that's important to anybody who has a goal, you know, just don't just have a goal. Work towards it, do things, put yourself in positions to achieve whatever you're trying to achieve because if you say that you want something but you don't you're not doing anything exactly. to do it you know you just try yeah why is it a goal it's, exactly it's, it's just a wish you just wish you might as well call cosmo and wanda and have them you know grant it for you exactly. you know but certain you know if you're really working towards it then it's like it's an actual goal that you want to achieve you know right especially like you know going into 2020 this is a new decade and i'm pretty sure we're gonna see a lot of people like you know saying okay new year's resolution i'm doing this that and the third they're gonna be like okay cut off this person cut off you know i'm doing this doing that and it often falls through so i do want to shout out eon for like really staying consistent really saying okay i want to be a dj becomes dj becomes like starts working on his craft because i can tell you right now dj eon's mixes from when we started oh gosh talk about it please crazy improvement Yo, listen, I remember we said this story we started together. Let's right, right. DJ right. Eon so, was originally two people. Right, so Jiggy was along with DJ Eon, but uh, we had an incident, which I am not gonna gonna mention. Oh, but, uh, not yet. We will become more transparent as the years progress. Jesus Christ, we are not mentioning that shit. But I was in a very uh, dark time. I was, I consider myself very, I won't say depressed, but I was in a very, very Wrong. dark Not a good mental area. space. I was, yeah. And around that time, <laughs> me and Eon were DJing, and I basically would hype up the crowd, but I had to do something I really didn't like to do to hype oh, up the crowd. Oh, wait, we ain't talk about that. Yeah, but, uh... Episode two. Episode two. Yeah, we'll leave it on a cliffhanger, but... Yeah, we don't... 
They're not ready for that, so I'm not trying to get shut down. <laughs> oh, yeah, episode, it, so. it actually turned into a pretty wild story, but uh. Nah, 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 nah. Me and Eon, when we first started DJing, I remember, yo, every Spanish party, we used to just hit them with that suavemente, you know, danza kuduro type shit. Yo, I'm and we used to now. just, like, let that shit ride out. And, like, they used to dance it. to it. But the thing is, like, yeah, like second, third party, they were just like, yo, you just being racist at this point. Like, where's the other Spanish bangers? Where's the bachata? Where's the merengue? So they used to come at us. I'm letting y'all know that because, I am ten times better. Oh, yeah, way, folks. way better. The thing is, yo. I got the whole crate for the Spanish music for y'all. For the people that I don't know. For people that I don't know, uh, Jiggy, I'm Haitian, Eon's Haitian, and Mike, stay blessed, it's is Honduran. Uh, Honduran. Probably so, I'm Haitian as well. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't yeah, Haitian sign that. I'm Haitian on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And uh, just so happens that uh, I do. So January 1st is Wednesday, Soup Jumu Day. No, no, no. It's I, lit. I, so the thing is, it's very lit. We consider him Haitian yeah, by association. Oh, continue. What he said. <laughs> See, you can't even say it. I say what he said just now. That's what you're doing. I just said no, what, I, he I, said. I, <laughs> what he said. What he said. You said, say what he said. What I'm saying Su is that Jumu? I said that we, can, we consider Mike stay blessed Haitian by association because you know he's hung out with us for so long that you might as well just give him a Haitian flag at this point. I mean, yeah, it's it's just been you know a long journey. This nigga really he's he knows the Haitian culture. He's now been around for so long. All right, we going to all right now. Okay, he's still curling because we so, we all over the place, man. Right, we all over the place. What I was saying was that uh, me and Eon really start we start DJing and like. I guess the song choices were very limited, where we only knew a certain amount of songs, and so we only played a certain amount of songs that we knew would hit. Yeah, Suavemente, you Zucla, know. the Zucla song. Zucla, yeah. Zucla says, Many And then you just switch it yeah. to the Cha Cha side. Exactly, and that, you know, that was like a, a combo that would get people out their seats, you know, it doesn't matter what age, what race, they didn't like, yo, that beat is kicking, I'm gonna get up and dance. And so the thing is, like, to start off with, we didn't know one, I, I mean, we were ripping shit off of YouTube. Yeah, pretty much. But the, I, I think <laughs> I don't want to co-sign on. I might take that we, shit off. Maybe no. Now we have to. We get to tell people where you came from. That is true. We can tell people where you came from. I mean, now we actually have, you have a subscription to actually you know. Yeah, use, if you have subscription. Right to actually get the songs and like have a wider they suck variety with, they, they of songs. They suck with music, I mean, still, yeah. I mean, it's probably get curated through, by a white person, so they're not gonna. Other means. You catch my drift. What? <laughs> it was probably curated by a white person, so of course they're not um, gonna know the the dope Haitian music. They're not gonna know the no, 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 no Caribbean music. They're not gonna know. The, they're not gonna. The, the they're ball. lucky. You're lucky if you get like the dope yeah, Spanish yeah. bangers on that. So it's like a lot of these things we yeah, have. Selena Gomez like, music. Like I get it. She's Spanish, but she's not a Spanish artist. Oh God, I hate when they do that. She is a Moon Blanc. Pretty much yes. All right. Pretty All much. Right. That is the Definitely Haitian right. word of the day. Moon Blanc. Moon Blanc. All right. So, uh, yeah, we came from a long way, and so uh, I gotta say that yeah, Eon really I, picked it up. I think our anniversary passed. We started in 2012. Really? Yo, do we have a date for that? Like, uh, an exact date? Like, that first party? It's, I don't see December. I just don't know. Probably either Christmas or before. I think it passed, honestly. It was the 27th? Probably, probably the 26th. I'm getting a sign from my executive producer, the 27th. Right. So, uh, 27th? Wait, yeah. December 27th. Yeah, so, so, like, so, parties that... No, for, as long as so I was yesterday. DJing in 2012. No. I think it was in October. No, I think it was definitely the summer. 2012? Yeah, 2012. It started from a Christmas party, I believe, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. started from a Christmas party? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Did y'all not DJ like the anniversary for the church? No. The and anniversary for the church. The they first, hired somebody. The first anniversary in church was thrown at the museum, the Brooklyn Museum. I remember there was because one like, in 2012, It was like, it was like, it was like $200 to get in. I oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. I was like, hey, cat. Well, cat was I the went. thing back then, but I was like, fuck out of here. 
But no, 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 no. We did DJ, but later ones, not the not the early ones. Ah, bad, 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 bad. Right. Bad. So right. So somewhere in December. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in December. So maybe fourteen. That makes seven seven years. Uh, seven years as a DJ, three years being nice. <laughs> I mean, also that's part of the process too, because it's like, when, when no matter what you start, you're always gonna be trash in the beginning. Yeah. Because saying. Like it's always you're always gonna compare yourself to where you are now, and so where you start is not where you're gonna be forever. So you always improve. So where you start is always gonna be trash. So where we are, especially with me like doing beats now, like me producing now, I like produce beats every day. And like for example, if I listen to the shit I made from last year, like I was showing you guys like uh, some of my old tracks yesterday, and I was like, yo, that's straight trash. Cause the thing is, I know the shit I can make nowadays is way better than what you guys are listening to. So it's like, yeah, so. Yeah, me as a DJ, Michael as an entrepreneur with the with the state bus. Right, yo, Mike, what do you consider yourself? Because I feel like you wear many hats. You, you know, I feel like you have the brand. You also I have can, a lot of decent connections too. Um, lots of connections. You also you host parties. I I don't I don't I don't necessarily know what to describe myself as. I don't really have a, a title for myself. You know. Hey, but I can't. I can't really confine myself to a title. I, I'm just Mike Stay Blessed. You feel me? And you know, some I I'll tell somebody that, and they'll they'll say, okay, well, you're just being like conceited, or you're being like self-centered. But no, it's it's you don't really have a, a necessary title, or you don't necessarily have a lane that you that you identify with. I don't identify myself with anything. Um, I do clothing. I'm not a, a fashion designer. I do, you know, I make funny videos. I'm not a comedian. You know, I just, I'm just Mike Stay Blessed. I am just, I'm Mike Stay Blessed. Now, if down the line, this, this I, I find myself in one lane, then okay, you know, I consider myself a, co a comedian or a designer or something. But right now, I'm just Mike. I'm still figuring things out. I'm still trying to, you know, right. find out who I am, you know, what I want to gotcha, do, gotcha. things like that. But right now, I just have my hand in many different things. And I'm enjoying it right now, you know. I'm enjoying it, and I'm having fun, and I'm, you know, just creating memories, and I'm creating connections, and it's just, it's just a ride. That's dope. So, so hold on. When's this comedian special coming out? Special? Because yeah, we, we, we know uh, Mike, Mike's had an act for jokes. So. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's Mike's the funniest out of all. That's a real. That's Mike's a pretty funny ass. That's, that's, that's a big goal for 2020. Honestly, that's one of the scariest things. I tell you, bro, just go to I'm weekend. so, I'm so nervous, and that's. No lie, I think you kill that shit. I think so too. And I appreciate it's that. A small I genuinely appreciate But I genuinely feel like I would just, like, my heart would be out of my chest. Like, I would want to do it, but that's, like, the scariest thing. So, I think in order to, like, prep myself, I have to do something really extreme. So, like, I'm, jump out a window? No, not jump out a window, man. Maybe. So, somebody, I was talking, I have a conversation with somebody, one of my, one of my best friends. And he was telling me, because another fear of mine is like heights. So I have a, uh, I have a not a super fear of heights, but I have a, a fear of heights. Remember as a child, like I always wanted to skydive. But then like, as I started growing up and growing up, heights just became like something crazy to me. So I'm like really scared of heights for whatever reason. Like I don't, I don't like being high up in the air with the possibility of falling down, you feel me? So somebody um, expressed to me that I should probably go like skydiving, you feel me? Cause I'm really nervous to skydiving. There's nothing, Worse for somebody that's scared of heights than to go skydiving. Yeah. So he told me that like if I went skydiving and I conquered that fear, nothing in the world would scare me. So and I I, I believe him, but I'm still scared to skydiving. Think about jumping out of a goddamn plane. That's some shit. 
that's that's probably one of the scariest things in the world. And I know somebody, I know a Moon Blanc started it. You feel me? <laughs> it probably was just like, I wonder what it would be like if I jumped out of it. I'm pretty sure the first person tried it failed. Um, rest in peace to that person. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. just being real. The first person uh, said, no, I want to jump out. I'm pretty sure they failed. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You're probably right. Rest in peace to whoever you are. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that you fucked up. You should have never fine. jumped. But you created a whole nother activity that I don't want to fucking do. Right. Thanks to you. <laughs> well, what's skydiving the thing anyways? I don't know. Somebody started it. Someone that just loves the adrenaline. Pump. Yeah, like, get pump. Brought to you by the second Haitian word of the day. Get. Get. All right. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. I did say that right. Yeah, you had the proper have, impression. I have trouble pronouncing my career sometimes, so. Hey, man, it's a work in progress for all of us. We're getting there. But, like I was saying, the stand-up special, that's special, but I want to do one stand-up routine. So, my goal in 2020 is to do that. And I, I, I want to fall through with it. I want to do it. I want to sit down. I want to Fall through, through, was that a pun? I wanna, I wanna come up with some jokes, and I wanna, I wanna go out there. Whether I bomb or whether I'm like the best that ever, ever did it, I just wanna do it. I really, I just, I genuinely wanna do it. And I feel like if I do that, then you can conquer just about. Anything. I can conquer anything. That's the, because that's a big fear of mine. Just, you know, that's really dope. So would you continue with it? So regardless of what the outcome was, would you continue to do stand up? Um, whether I bombed or whether I did like exceptional, I feel like I would, I wouldn't know until I actually did it. Okay, so let's say like I went up there and I I did exceptional, but I didn't feel like I didn't, it didn't feel like I was having fun doing it. Then maybe I wouldn't. Yeah. But if I went up there and like I bombed, but I know why I bombed. I knew that like if I did something correctly, I would I would kill it. Then I would do it again. Right. So it's just like I would have to do it first, do it once, and then like see where it goes from there. Right. I can let you know that uh, I performed once. Could have been twice. I mean, no, I performed actually three times in total. But as a comedian or as an artist? No, 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 as an artist, as an artist. So not as a comedian. So yeah. switching gears a little bit. But uh, I can understand where uh, that that fear that comes in. So the first time I actually went to perform, I had like a, a set. And so the thing is, as you know, I'm like perfectionist. So yeah. I had been prepping this probably two weeks prior, and I had like a similar to that that artist that we DJ for, where he had like that set like track where he had the spaces memorized. I practiced that same thing, so I would like monologue. The Kevin, the Kevin John joint. No, I was thinking about uh, Frank McFly. Ah, copy, copy, kid. Right. Shout out so, Frank McFly. Shout out Frank. Dope ass artist. So, uh, oh, we did DJ for him. We did. Yeah, that. that was like Milk River. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. He t- killed that shit. He was amazing. I forgot how much shit we did. Yeah. Honestly, yo, me and Eon like DJed a lot of shit. But uh, what I was saying was that there's like an adrenaline that comes in. So the thing is, like, right before you perform my heart was beating out of my chest. Like it was like, it felt like an earthquake in my chest. Like it was just like, yo, what the fuck is gonna happen? Like the thing is, if you were to like calm down and rationalize it and just be like, okay, these are just a group of people. I'm talking to them or for me, I'm singing to them and I'm rapping to them. So I was like, it could either go two ways. Good, they cheer me on. Bad, they just look at me funny or boomy. Cause this was, this happened to be in like my college venue. So uh, this is like a regular, you know, college like kids coming out of class and stuff like that, just coming to see who's performing or whatever. It was like a talent show type of thing. And so uh, I prepared the, the list ahead of time. Like I said, I was like being a perfectionist and I practiced everything. So I knew my performance was going to be dope, but there was something still holding me back where I was just like, I don't know if I could do this. Like something 
What if I miss a step? What if I, uh, what if I don't get the time markers correct? Even though I practiced several times and I had it down, like memorized down. Hey man, so I was like, going, practice going to do so much. Man. Yeah, that's true. Practice because, is different from the real thing. Exactly. So the thing is, another thing was you have to also practice how you perform. So for example, if you were like practice stand up, you got to actually, you know, be talking to people. You got to actually, you know, stand up walking around and practice your stage presence. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I got up there and I remember like the, uh, the track wasn't playing and I remember just holding on the mic and I was just staring. I was just like, uh. and so they were like, yo, they were like, yo, Jiggy, uh, the song's not playing. I was still standing. I was still staring at the crowd. I was just like, and so this is like, let me give you the size of the crowd. The, si the size of the crowd is probably like 50 to 60 people. That's a pretty big crowd. Yeah. So the thing is, I was like, okay, first time performing, like uh, Ha Ha David was saying, I was like, this finna be a breeze. It was not. So I was just like standing there and they're like, yo Jiggy, come through. Yo Jiggy, yo Jiggy, I'm just staring there. I'm just like, okay, what? So I had to snap out of it and I was just like, okay, like this is game time. So something like kind of like snapped in my head. I was like, okay, boom, like whether this is good or bad, fuck it, I just gotta do it. And so I remember just like hopping in there and like, it was almost like I hit autopilot at this point. I feel like it's because I practiced it so much where I was just like, just go into the routine you practice. And so, you know, I said like some, some stupid joke and I was just like, oh, shout out to the girls or whatever. I was like, shout out to the Caribbean girls because the white girls don't season their chicken. I said something funny like that. And so that's when, uh, yeah, I mean, it was mainly white girls, so it was kind of funny. So uh, I performed my set and everything like that. And so what I remember was like uh, my stage presence, it was there, but I was running out of breath because my, my heart was beating out of my chest so fast. So I had practiced walking back and forth jumping a little bit i was gonna throw a milli rock in there because we from brooklyn i was definitely gonna throw a milli rock in there but i remember like uh after my first verse i was winded so basically there was like a bridge where like the chorus came in and i was just like <sighs> like i was just like trying to catch my breath because this is when like the chorus came in i was supposed to like milli rock and like ride with my own beat because i made the beat and i wrote lyrics for it and i was just like yo i don't have energy to do this right now so basically, I had That's like, much. yeah, I shouted out the crowd and I was just like, oh, I see you back there. They took their attention away and I was like, get a napkin out, wipe my sweat real quick, put it back in my pocket. <laughs> and then I, I hopped back in. But I guess uh, what, for, to what you were saying was like, sometimes you have to just, or what I wanted to say to you, sometimes you have to just kind of jump into it. Even though you're scared, I had to just jump into it. And so people said I did phenomenal. And I even saw a video and it's funny because people were just like, yo, you did great. But I saw all the flaws and I was just like, that's when that needs to be fixed. Perfectionist comes in, man. Yeah, it's, and I was like, that needs to be are. fixed. That needs to be fixed. That needs to be fixed. And eventually, like, I performed like two other things afterwards, and it was still kind of tense. Like, my heart was still beating out of my chest, but it was like better. I worked on what was lacking in the video of the first one, and so I, I, like, got better. But sometimes you just have to throw yourself in the fire and learn how to fight through that fire. You know what's, what's 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 crazy about that is, so speaking to your experience, I've I've also like hosted shows at my alma mater, Cortman. Shout out shout out to the Cortman. Um, and my first time hosting it, I was nervous. You know, I was just I was nervous. I was pumping, but I think those nerves come from, I don't maybe self doubt. So I know for myself, right. those nerves, a lot of nerves come from like self doubt and. A lot of people like deal with it is where you you want to you want to make people laugh or you want to entertain people or whatever you want to do like you want to you want to entertain people with your music i want to entertain people with making them laugh and making them have a good experience and sometimes if you've never done it before your first time you're like doubting yourself or you're questioning yourself you're like well 
what if I'm not good enough? What it's if the my, what if? Yeah, that what if shit? What if my song me. sucks? Right. What if my my jokes suck? What if what if my DJing sucks? Like, what if they don't like this song? Right. What if, like so it's like that self doubt that you have in your mind, and that those thoughts just just eat you up. Yeah. And it's like it's not until like you get that first dose of you giving them your talent to where you feel like okay now it's like okay now they really rock with me and. I know that they're gonna love me from here on out. So, cause like when I first when I first hosted, I was so nervous. I did a joke that I didn't. I, I did like a, my my first joke, and they laughed. Yeah. And it wasn't until they laughed at my first joke that I realized, like, right. I'm I'm funny. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm naturally motherfucking funny. You right. know what I mean? And I no agree. matter what happens, I know how to make people laugh. Right. And I know what to say to make people laugh. So with you, it's like. After your first, you know, verse or whatever, you're thinking to yourself, "I'm dope. This yeah. song is fire." Oh yeah, definitely. This song is definitely. good. So then, like, once you get those nerves out your system, you get that like, you get that adrenaline rush where it's just like, yeah, like, it became oh, autopilot. Like, I yeah. Said. So yeah. now it's like, oh okay, I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. I know exactly how to make these people like, like, rock with my stuff because I know that my shit is dope. Right. And I know that they're gonna think that my shit is dope. So I just there think you that's, go. You set the tone. Create the flow and just exactly. keep running with it. Sometimes you just gotta like just keep you gotta go. You gotta throw that first bomb out there, let them rock with it, let them love it. If they don't love it, you switch it up and you do, right. you do something else. But you know that you're talented. Right. You know that eventually you're gonna produce something that they're gonna love. And if they don't, that's a learning experience. So you right. go back to the drawing board and you know that you're talented enough to create something that they're gonna love. Yeah. So but it's always about that first step that you just take it and you run with it, you know? So like right. when I did that first joke. They laugh. I'm like, well, I know they're gonna laugh at the rest of my jokes because yeah. the first one was just trash, you know. Yeah. But you know, and that's just that's me being yeah. again. But anyway, you know, but it's just it's one of those things where it's just like you know, you gotta you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta you gotta believe in your craft. That's big. You gotta believe in in what you do because if you don't, nobody else will. It all starts that is, with that is, it all starts with what you. It all starts with you. Right. It all starts with you loving your own work. You feel me? Because you're the one that's putting countless hours in there. You're the one that's working on it. You're the one that's doing all of the dirty work to make sure that these people are having a good time. So if you don't believe in it, if you don't believe that it's going to work, why are you even doing it? Like, right. at this point in time, you're just wasting your own time and you're wasting these people's time. Right. So that's that's just like, I'm, I'm glad that you had that experience. Yeah. I had that experience too. And I hope that like, when I do this comedy stand-up, like, I just hope that after that first joke, I'll get that adrenaline rush. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, now... Let's 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 rock. Let's do these jokes. Word. Let's do these like like family jokes. Let's do these stock jokes. Like let's do all these jokes and like let's just make these people laugh. Word. So I actually have a question for Eon. Have you ever had like a feeling? I said the word thought, so he thought about Eon. Just want to let you know. (laughs) Yo. I just want to let you know. There's a reason nobody was thinking about Eon until he said thought. Anywho. Anywho. (laughs) He said thought. Light bulb came on. (laughs) Eon. No. Now I was gonna ask. Has there ever been like a party or any event that you ever DJ where you felt like I guess nervous going into it, where like you were like, okay, is do I have the song set? I there's definitely a song. Definitely, there's definitely an event, bro. It was sophisticated Saturday. Actually, can I say the question one more time because uh, yeah. So yo, has there ever been like an event where you ever thought like, okay. Am I am I ready for this or like the same way like me and Mike were like okay boom like okay this is like first time going into this like we ever like threw myself in the fire or ever thought like okay am I ready for this? 
Yeah, actually this year, earlier this year. Um, when I, uh, the first month after joining Blacklisted in March, we threw um, a sophisticated having me, man. And that shit was lit. But I had a set from four to five. And I was I was kind of nervous, you know, because like this is this is blackouts people. Like it's not, right, right, not right. my people. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know like So before you knew any of the DJs. Yeah. Okay. So it's like before I knew anybody this year. So I'm like, yo, it's not my people, like I don't know what to expect. I was kind of nervous because it takes a level of comfort for me to, to kill it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm one of those DJs where I got to feel the vibe of the, the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I always know what to play off the top of my head. Yeah, you got to feel so I'm always, yeah. I'm always firing. Like, it's going to be straight two or three hours of just straight hits. Straight songs that people want to listen to. Yeah. Just keep going, keep going. But I never felt that confidence because I was a little bit, a little bit nervous. Like, you know, it's my first time DJing here. These ain't my people. Yeah. But I want to make a good impression. Right. It's a little intimidating, especially if you have other DJs too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you don't know. You don't know their skill set. You don't know their ability. And also, you don't know the crowd. Was, yeah, I don't know the crowd either. It was straight black. It was, it was straight blacklisted. Like, it was blacklisted throne. So you had the Maddox on there. Then you had, I think you had James Reed, me, Mastermind hopped on, killed it. And then Blackout closed it out, killed it. All it was a fun, it was a, Yeah, all blacklisted. It was a dope ass, it was a dope ass party. But I was nervous. Like, I only DJed for 27 minutes. Wow. Because I'm like, I tried to switch the vibe up, but I'm like, you know what? I, I was mad nervous. Like, yeah. You no, know, I'm trying to, I want to leave a good impression. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, I used to have motivation to get better, though. So after Sophisticated Saturdays, it was alive and well. He put me on. I did, I, I kept it. It made me, give me more motivation to, like, whenever we handle, we have pianos. Or any of the venue man that right. kill it. You and know, you feel like, like you're confident now. We yeah, bought it like pianos. You like you know you're piano, gonna kill it. Piano's is easy, man. Piano's exactly. The thing is because you know the crowd. You know the crowd. You know your talent. So it's like when you walk in there, you've had like that previous experience where it's like, okay, yeah. I know what to do, I know how to control Been the crowd. Pianos for almost two, almost two years. So that's crazy. Just but that's good. You have that like that's like something on your resume. Yep. But like what I wanted to get was like, I guess for all of us, there was always a risk that we had to take before we had to grow, for example. Like, we had to take that risk to, like, you know, okay, try something. Like, okay, am I afraid to, like, switch the set right now? Like, is that going to ruin the vibe of the crowd? But, like, you have to take that risk and just, like, kind of go with your gut to realize, you know what, I think this is going to be good. Whether they think it's good or not, I think it's going to be good, and I know my craft is good, so I'm going to ride with my guns. And it's like, for mo- any growth I comes I from my that mindset. Right. Because even, like, even before, in this case, Saturdays, I had a resume, a lengthy resume as a DJ. Right. I just didn't, bring like confidence to that event. Yeah. Like it was a really fun event. Like I was chilling, I was talking, I was vibing with some girl that I forgot her name. I don't know her name. <laughs> I don't think she knew my name. That so means I mean, Eon was just, off the handy. Nah, cause, yeah, cause I deep, the, <laughs> it was the back, it was blackout, it was, it was this blackout set. And I'm chilling next to blackout, you know, seeing what he's doing, this girl comes up to me, like hugging and kissing and whining. I'm like, oh, you just met her? I just met that party too. That's crazy. And then like she, I think she was gone too. Like I could smell the alcohol in the west. Oh, like, damn. I was looking fly, bro. I had my, I had my earring with the cross and the ear. So I was looking mad. I was looking mad fresh. You feel me? It's that outfit, everybody. Oh, Stop God. it. That's right. I don't want this that great perception right. of me. I'm trying to establish a narrative before Enough. we get, yeah. before Enough. we continue. I just want to establish this narrative, right? See, yeah. they on being side now when he DJs. I got it. I think I feel like every DJ. If nice. you see, if you see DJ Eon with his cross earrings, please beware. <laughs> wow. If he sees you and gives you a bro, look. the point. The point is, the point is. I didn't. I, I, I had no idea who that girl was. 
And then when she was about to dip, I, you know, oh, oh she was about to dip. Episode, episode two, two, okay? Episode two. Episode two, okay? The point is, the point is, I didn't know who she was. I thought Blackout I had no idea who she was. <laughs> That's funny. Stay I tuned to episode two to find out how he figured out who she was, everybody. I'm sorry, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, episode two is about to be a mess. Yeah. Yes, we're gonna really get into it. You know what's funny? Uh, thinking about it today, so I told you like one half of the story, right? Where I told you my, my father like introduced me, or like he brought me to like his other Haitian friends and their kids and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So the thing is, uh, I don't know any of them. So the thing, is, these are all people that know me. You like, you know, like your parents talk about you, like you know, they talk about you to other like family and other friends, and they're like, oh, okay, come say hi to this person. I didn't know who was who. So the thing is, my father was like, okay, I got to find parking. He dropped me and my mom off. And he was like, okay, go ahead and just like, you know, go go in there and start talking to people. And I was like, I don't know the people. Who am I going to talk to? And that's when he was like, just go in there and say hi. So the thing is, I walk in there and that's when I'm like, the first person I looked at me, I was like, oh, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? Give him a handshake. Next person, I also gave him a handshake. And that's when basically I went around the room giving a handshake. But the thing is, later on, they called our table. And like out of everyone in that room, there's probably like 15 people in that room. Only like six of those people I said hi to went to our table. And that's when I was just like, hold on, is, was everyone with the group? Turns out I said hi to a whole bunch of strangers. Literally, I like kissed this girl on the cheek. I didn't even know who she was, but I kissed her on the cheek today. And that's when like, the thing is, I thought they were all part of like the group of like the, the parents or whatever. And it's funny, cause this one lady, she was just like, no, 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 no. I was like, what are you talking to? Yo, come in here, you probably auntie. Come on, what's up, what's up, how you doing? And it's funny because like, and it, my father's friends, I don't know, my father's uh, friend's son was like laughing at me. He was like, yeah, I was wondering when you're gonna realize you're not with the group. And I was like, you should've told me. <laughs> but I basically went and like, and it's funny cause like the girls, they were looking type pretty. I was like, I hope we're not related, but what's up? Wow. <laughs> all right, that's, that's kind of wild. Okay. But basically, I- <laughs> Hey, we all have those family members, okay? No, what? They weren't my family. We all, but I'm saying we all do have those family members. That's that say what's up to everybody? Like, like, damn, we related? Damn. Oh my God. Like, damn, we related, that. son? Damn, that's man. That's a we're going to let it ride. Uh, not me. That's a lot. Nobody, we don't, we don't have that family member that's just like, I do want you, damn, we related? Nah. You my cousin? Oh. You Pri? <laughs> Pri is a Honduran way of saying cousin. So, damn, you my cousin? Nah, oh, like your primo, primo? Primo, primo, primo. Yeah. primo. None of that. Shout out to all my cousins and cousins and cousins. Yeah, but uh, it's funny how with so much confidence I walked in there because my father was like say what's up to people that I really just went and like kissed strangers on the cheek and stuff like that and I was just like don't worry I know you're part of the group and it's funny they were looking at me just like what are you doing <laughs> and for some reason it didn't realize to me I was just like yo Haitians be crazy so I'm like what are you, what are you looking at me for <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, with enough confidence you could do anything long story short so Thank you, thank you for saying that. What is it that gives you confidence? We're gonna get to Steve later. Oh wow. We're gonna get to Eon later. What is it that gives you confidence? A hairline? A I don't lie. Honestly, when I step out of the barbershop, I, I be checking like, myself yeah. out, I'm like, damn, Jiggy, you really killing him like that? I feel like I feel like as 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 a man, you know, as a guy, there are certain things that have to be in order for you to feel confident. Oh definitely. When you step out of your house. So, I mean, your hairline. Has hairline, to. my fit. Uh, my I mean, fit. there's certain things. For example, when I wake up in the morning, I like in the mirror. I gotta like do dumb shit. Like for example, I play music and I'll kind of like I'll rap out some Don Q in the mirror until I feel confident and I step out. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a fucking gangster before I step out. Don Q. 
Well, your donkey is fucking dope. Every, everybody has their niche. Everybody has yeah. what, what they I prefer. Mean, it's either Don Q or uh, Parts of Fontaine. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Dope ass rapper. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, sometimes, like, I just need to rap in the mirror a little bit before I get that confidence to go out and, like, go about my day. Sometimes if I don't do that, I notice. I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like, I don't feel like talking to people today. Or sometimes I don't feel like, I, sometimes I don't feel like I'm the shit. But sometimes, like, I mean, to start my day, I normally have to do that so I can, like, Put that confidence, you know, coat on, or put that confidence, you know, shirt on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what gives me my start for the day. Good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is it that gives you confidence well, before you leave your house? I mean, it does help that I I am six feet. Okay. All right. Six two. <laughs> Pretty brolic. Okay. Got a, got a nice gym. trim beard. You know, I go to the gym all the time. But it's not your Tinder profile. I mean, I don't even have Tinder. First of all, don't disrespect me. DJ Eon does not need Tinder. Stop it. I'm sorry. Stop episode it. two. I'm so sorry. Stop. Hashtag. Episode two. Please stick get, around. We're gonna get into a lot about DJ Eon's personal. Get approach. the hell out of here. Right. I'm sorry for all of the people. I don't that, know. I've always been, I've always been a self-sufficient person. I guess if that makes any sense. Like I, I don't really care what other people think. I mean, I wear what I want to wear. I, I don't. I mean, I just don't. I don't necessarily deal with bullshit. Like I'm all. Logical thinking has always been my mindset. And that's what always worked for me. I don't ever do anything with having a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and subplots for those plans. So like those, just how my personality and how I work gives me confidence because I know that I I am pretty fucking dope. That's that's it. I just know that I'm, I'm pretty dope. It's not even uh, no cocky shit either. I just know that I'm dope. That's dope. You know who you are. Right? I know who I am. Yeah, and that's I, confidence, right? And there. I just and whatever adjustments that I need to change, I need to make for my personality or who I am. I'll do it. Cause it's always about cause efficiency and preciseness has always been top A and B for me, man. A and B, efficient and precise. That's dope. You know what I gotta say? Cause like oftentimes I don't feel that confident. Sometimes. I don't want to step out the crib and like you know I have to you know for example like I have that ritual where I like I bump music in the mirror to make sure I boost my confidence up so like th that's dope so it's like eventually like nowadays I don't have to do it as much but I guess you know especially knowing that when I was younger I got made fun of a lot for one my, my mom used to cut my, my hairline so I didn't have much of a hairline she used to do my haircuts two I was like you know I was a little bit overweight so niggas used to make fun of me all the time. Well, so same, bro. If, if niggas see us now, son, not even gonna recognize us. I mean, it's crazy, yo. But we both got, got we like, both got tall, slim, and, and lean. I passed by like a, a, a person from like uh, our middle school the other day, and then even though it was me, I had to like flag him down. I was like, yo, what's up? He was like, yo, I haven't seen you in a minute. I didn't even know that was you. It's been a whole decade. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. So it's like you know, a lot changed in that time. But it's like you know, I didn't always have that confidence. That's something I had to. I had to learn. I had to teach myself how to be confident in who I am and confident in what I believe in. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't exactly born with that, especially being like, I won't call it bullied, but it was more like just be getting joked on heavy as uh, being in middle school and being like, you know. Sometimes, being you know, man, you know, like, I feel like when we're kids, like when we're kids, it's, it is a lot of like, you know, just little jokes. Yeah, like traumatic things. That's you say like, it's jokes, man. That's traumatizing, man. As as kids, a lot of the jokes that used to like come to us, like the other kids would think there's jokes, but 
some people couldn't take it. It hits you deep. Yeah. They don't realize that yeah. it can actually hit you on like a deeper level where it exactly. you carry that on into like your pre your next relationships. Or like exactly. for example, dealing with another friendship exactly. or talking to someone else, you may address them differently because you know, okay, this person joked about me. Mm-hmm. So I have to come with my, my barriers up when I meet somebody new. So for example, they say something, you might think it's sarcastic, you attack them off rip because that's what you're used to. And it's like self-defense, man. For a little bit, I kind of felt that, like, especially in, in high school. Like I felt that when people like high would say school was dope, though. It was dope, but like to start off, I had my barriers up. Yeah, of because for middle school, you That's you know I was clowned yeah. on. I was clowned on a lot. But those traumatized, yeah, yeah. And those, so those, you know those experiences. With you yeah, of when I was in when I was in middle school, I remember I had like I had, like I used to have like a big head. I still have a big head. I'm never gonna not have a big head. I mean, it fits the body. You, know? so you grew, you grew into it. You grew into your big head. Yeah, you basically grew into it. Yeah, man. But it, it's just like I just I had like just the biggest. I had a big head. You know, people would just always say, "Yo, big head, big head, big head." Me personally, like when I first kept hearing that, I'm just like, "Yo, I have a big head." You feel me? And, but it, it's something that I can't change. So it's either like you either accept it or you do something like you. You have to learn to accept it and love yourself for who you are, you feel me? Right. And, and that's what I ended up doing. Like, I ended up accepting myself. And I, like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you know what? I don't care what, I don't care what the size of my head is, you feel me? I, I'm, I'm, I'm me. Like, you're going to love me. You're going to accept me for who I am, big head and all. Like, and eventually I grew into my, I grew into the size of my head. You know, which is not a good thing because you know, <laughs> I don't want to say it's a good thing, you know, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but no matter what the size of my head was, I still I didn't matter what I looked like. I still could look in the mirror every day and I was like, you know what? This is who I am. And you know what? I love who I am. And I'm not gonna let you tell me that who I am is not you good know, enough, not sufficient. Exactly. So it's like I'm not I'm not gonna let you joke on me, and if you do joke on me, it's not gonna work because I already know I'm 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 beautiful. You know, right. I'm I'm a, I'm an attractive young man. You know yourself. You feel me? And I grew up, and I just learned to love myself. My, my, I grew into my head, and, and just you know, now it's just like now what what else can you say about me? Right. I have a big head. So what? You feel me? So what? And it's funny because like those things when you're younger, they hold like for example yeah. that shit would hurt you more. Nowadays, someone says that it's like you're done. You yeah, because when because like, when you're a kid, you're around those kids more often than you around your own parents. Man. Facts. Mm-hmm. You see them every you day. You spend the whole day with them, and like you're in the whole classroom year, with them. Two weeks. Well, not yeah. two weeks. And also, like as yeah. a, as a, as like a as a child, you don't really you don't really know that their approval don't matter. Yeah, exactly. You're That's looking major. for the approval of your friends. Yes. Right. You're looking for the approval of all the other kids. But you don't like you're not gonna realize at 10, 11, 12 years old that these people don't really matter. Like they don't care. Like they don't not say they don't care, but their opinion doesn't matter to who you are. Yeah. You're so much more than what they think of you. Exactly. And and, and it's hard to realize that. I had to learn that as a at a really young age because those jokes just kept coming on. Yeah. I had one person who used to call me Dinosaur Boy. You know? Wow. And they used to call me Dinosaur Boy and I didn't think of it. Damn, I, that was after I was I learned to accept myself. Right. So if they used to call me that before I accepted myself, that could have really hurt my feelings. Right. That could have really affected me mentally. But because I was so secure in my like self and my well in my being, I didn't let you know names like that affect me. I, I didn't care. Right. You, know, you can call me whatever you want. You can call me freaking hammerhead. Like what we want. And people used to call me hammerhead, but it's like, <laughs> so what? Wow. You know why y'all laugh? <laughs> 
like can't be vulnerable with twins. It's like can't be vulnerable. You know? They call me Hammerhead. I don't care. Hammerhead's a Spider-Man villain. I'm secure. Spider-Man's a that's a Spider-Man villain. I'm secure myself. Fuck y'all, man. Yeah, I'm not, nah, I'm not, hey, I understand. Uh, y'all, okay? Nah, I understand. I understand. Y'all, I appreciate you. Mike, you said everybody like six oh, times. Come on, bro. Fuck y'all, man. In middle school, son, I was, I was overweight. See what happens when you're overweight. Nah, in middle school, man, I was, nah, in middle school, I was, I was obese. I was sensitive as fuck for no reason. Yo, listen, like, yo. St- for stuff, that, like, I, just like for, some, for stupid shit, like, if I can end up bad teacher, tears. Yo. Son, if I get detention, tears. I was yeah, yo. Me and Eon were in the same school. I was ready to fight that teacher. Yo, then then again, I couldn't fight, and I was pretty overweight myself too. But I was just like, no one hurts my best friend. Yeah, I was. I was ready to swing. Jiggy has been there, man. Like. Come on, Jiggy, Jiggy's been there. Yeah, it's, I remember. It's, it's been rough in middle school, son. Yo, I remember, like, people used to, like, joke on you, and I remember I was defending you. I was like, yo, shut up. They were just like, oh, what are you, what are you talking about? They were like, oh, they, uh, what do you call it? That professor did that to you, and I was just like, yo, shut up. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, yo, don't talk about it. Like, she make you cry too, nigga. Like, yeah, I just say nigga in middle school. But, but I was just like, yeah, that you, that, that teacher about? was the devil, son. She was the devil incarnate. That's why, yo. That's why Catholicism's full of shit, but that's Oh! That's fun of the day, but insert explosions. You might have to edit that one out. <laughs> you might have to I'm already going to hell. We're gonna get canceled. No sense. <laughs> I'm already going to hell. We... No man, hey, hey, man, look, 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 man. It's 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 all a part of growing up. You feel me? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I do have to say that it did like make me the person I am today. Some of that oh, criticism. Definitely. That that was like same for me, bro. It was like a confidence builder. Where it's like I had to nobody. go through that. I had to go through the bad to make to that's see through it. That's why my circle so small, to man. Stronger. Facts. Tell me, that's another reason why I like for friends, man. I'm loyal. To, I'm loyal to you until you die. Like, that's I'm facts. Loyal for That's facts. Straight up, Dion. That's what that's what middle school taught me, man. Loyalty is important. Yo, I told I told that to uh, Tim uh, Tim Oasis. Uh, Syndicate Entertainment Tim Oasis, bro. Shout out to you, bro. That's right. Listen to this new single mass out. Oh, uh, what's it oh. like? I said, put it with the put the Spanish uh, accent. Called igual que yo. Oh shit! I couldn't. Uh, I, I it's all that. all <laughs> streaming <laughs> platforms right now. There was no way please, I was saying that. Shit. Please, please go look that up. His name is Tim Oasis. This song's called Igual Que Yo. Please listen to it right now. Um, if if you're a are, DJ, son, get that. Yo, get yes, that. Please, add that to your yeah. crate, bro. That shit bumps. That is, that is my hookah anthem. If you want to mix it with 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 Mi Gente, it works. If you want to mix it with Te Bote, it works. Okay. If you want to mix it with um Baila Baila Baila, that works too, bro. Right. I'm telling you. Look, man. I'm telling you. All the DJs that I know and work for are nice. Get that song, my brothers. Yeah. But the other day I was saying, like, uh, Tim was like, yo, I really appreciate Eon. I was like, yo, Eon's a ride or die nigga. Like, yo, literally, if Eon says he's got your back, no matter what, he got your back. Loyalty like, means everything to me, man. I was like, yo, once once this nigga's with you, bro, like, he's with you for life. Like, this nigga's not gonna cross. I was like, no. listen, Eon, his nickname is Eon. Chlamydia. That's right. What he's the with fuck, you. man? <laughs> Once he's with you, he's with you for life. I'm sorry, not familiar, man. His nickname is Herpes, I'm sorry. <laughs> we call him DJ Herpes. Once he's what? with you, you got him for life and you can't get rid of him. But think about to ruin my life. <laughs> I am not No, 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 no. Okay, I feel like, look, look, I just want to let you know it's metaphoric. DJ let it burn. You should have started with that. <laughs> DJ Herpes. 
Wow. <laughs> I hate you so much, though. Once you are with him, you got him for life. <laughs> and you can't get rid of him no matter how much you try. <laughs> I hate you so much, son. <laughs> I fucking hate you. DJ <laughs> Yo, at the drop here, we making the no. DJ Herpy drop. Bless. <laughs> DJ Bless. I'm sorry, y'all. Fuck you. Jiggy, fuck you. Too. Come on, I'm just laughing. I didn't say shit. I was just laughing. <laughs> fuck you both. <laughs> Listen, I'm fucking hate both of you. Look, this is a compliment. I didn't say shit. Fuck both of you. I, I, I'm co signing. <laughs> this is. This is just him. His wow. friendship wow. is with you five. You can't get rid of it. It's going to pop back up. The metaphor that you used was completely unnecessary. <laughs> what did you want me to Just say that I'm loyal. I'm faithful. I'm a genius. I need to put it in terms you heard that, that people, ladies. I need to put it in terms that the people can understand, bro. Look. Okay. I'm about to get my home in time. be like, yo, is that the DJ with herpes? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say DJ with herpes. His nickname in the hood is DJ Herpes. I think that's just trying to even worse. <laughs> DJ Herpes. <laughs> Mike, I hate you so much, bro. <laughs> He's loyal. That's who we need. That's all you need to know. He's loyal. Okay, okay. So, let me all right, stop him. Man, I'm sorry. Episode two, we gonna realize why he doesn't want anybody to think that he has herpes. We gonna we gonna we gonna figure that out. Okay. I'm about to ruin my, Epis- my <laughs> <laughs> We gonna ruin Eon's life right now. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, Eon. I'm so sorry. Are you? I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm gonna let you know. Look, look, look. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. We may be a little bit under an influence. Okay. We're definitely never so, so we have no filter, all right? Definitely. So true. I'm just telling you guys like it is, all right? I'm telling you all like it is, okay? DJ Eon is probably one of the most loyal people I've ever met in my life. Facts. Right? He's one of the best friends, quote unquote, friends. And a lot of people use that term loosely. Facts. Yeah, he's my friend. Yeah, we're friends. But they don't understand what a friend is. Facts. And DJ Eon is like a friend, for me? So, aside from all of the herpy jokes and the, the, the gonorrhea jokes and all, every, all the STD jokes that we need, he's a great friend. He is with you for me, life. If, you, if, 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 he, if he considers you a friend, an ally, or whatever, he's going to stick by you and support you and be loyal to you for, for the rest of your life. As long as you guys are friends. And as long as you don't cross his loyalty. Oh, That's why I say that he is DJ Herpes. Don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna change my name, DJ Herpes. Feel me? But it's it's that serious. Alright, fine. It's that, you, ser- that serious. <laughs> it's that serious. When you put it that way, that's that's not that's not yeah, that's, that's so I had to clear it up because I don't want, you know, Steve's uh friends, lady friends, I'm sorry. I don't want Steve's lady friends to think that he has herpes. I do not. But I am yeah. I am very, very well cleaned. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Yeah, we gotta be clean. But but what, very what, much queen. Well, we we were talking about friendships. And, and yeah, uh, yeah, man. There's thirty. There's thirty years of friendship in this room, man. I've known Jiggy for twenty. I've known Stibus for ten. So yeah, that's man. crazy. It doesn't even feel that long. It doesn't. Son. That's what she said. But um, <laughs> I hate this guy. You know I hate you, Mike. I really hate you. <laughs> Shit like this. We have a sentimental <laughs> moment. 
Hey, man. Are you really gonna throw that shit in there? Gotta cut the <laughs> touch. Gotta cut the touch on somehow. I'm look, 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 look. This is what you're gonna get. You good? You good? You good? You I'm good? You, I'm good. I'm great. Chillin', man. But look, man, this is this is this conversation that we have on a regular basis, man. Alright, bro. That's you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you know, it's just it's 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 Man, we've been friends for a long time, man. We know each other, you know, we love each other, stuff like that, man. We just we still in our early twenties too, man. Right, yeah, man. Yeah. Word. We got a we got a whole life to live, God willing, you feel me? So it's just it's a new decade about to come around and man. Um, you know, just to go off on a tangent, I was I was speaking to my guys the other day, yesterday actually, and they asked me like no, they didn't ask me, but we were talking about like our favorite holidays and I always and I said that my favorite holiday is um New Year's Eve. Because in this in this in this generation in this world in this just in, on earth man it's such a crazy place to live in right now you're right yeah. it's so crazy yeah, living right now right. man fucking so, miserable son. oh my god it, you don't you, you literally never know what can happen on a day-to-day basis yeah like just even you can be like just stepping outside of your house but even like living inside your house, if you live inside your house all day, you still don't know what could happen. That's true. Yeah, I mean, something could come crashing straight through and like fucking, some, yo, you never know. Fucking news. There was someone who drove through someone's living room with a fucking car. Exactly. And like hopped the fucking like barricade and like went into their living room. You can literally, wow. literally be in your house and um just just en- enjoying time by yourself in your house or being with your family in your living room or in your bedroom or whatever in your basement and you never know what can happen. So my favorite holiday personally is always New Year's Eve because in this crazy world, living another 365 days is a blessing to me. And I, I always feel blessed that I'm able to see another year. I was able to see, you know, you know, just everything that happened this year. So many people that we lost, so many just random crazy events that happened. So the fact that I'm able to say, okay, well, I was able to see another year. Let's say, granted, four o'clock, something happens to me on New Year's Eve. At least I was able to see 2019, you know? Maybe I wasn't able to see 2020, but something happened. I was able to see the whole 2019 and I was able to live it right. and experience it. And that's why I was like, New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday because I experienced a whole year. That's pretty dope. Winter, spring, summer, fall, and I was able to experience all of it. And that's why it's just like, I'm, I'm blessed, you feel me? Right. We're all blessed. Everybody that's around for New Year's Eve, we're blessed, man. And, and it's just, that's why I call myself Stay Blessed. This so, man's throwing his brand in there. I no, knew he would. No, I knew you would. No, but like... I mean, you got to. When I, so, I'm not going to get into like a deep dive of why I'm Stay Blessed, but it's just, I feel like everybody's blessed. Right. When you, when, you're, when, you, when you wake up in the morning, you're blessed. When you're able to leave your house, come back home, make yourself food, you're blessed. Right. True. So how do... When you say stay blessed, it's like continue to reap those benefits of life, you know? Because a lot of people are not able to, oh, that's, to, to benefit that's from what we're able to benefit. What we look at as, okay, well, that's that's bullshit. Or what we able to look like, like oh, I, I need something more. Somebody else is looking at us like we are there more. Right. Somebody else doesn't have a house. Somebody else doesn't have this. So I consider myself blessed. So, so when I say stay blessed, it's like, okay, continue to give me these blessings. Right. I'm looking at the Lord. I'm like, oh, oh, my higher power, continue to give me these, these blessings. Continue to give me these. You know, appreciate like your blessings. Treats and stuff like that. exactly. Right. Stay blessed. Stay, you know, like just stay in a position to where you consider yourself blessed. Right. So, okay, so are we giving the origin of our names? 
No, not yet. Oh, no, no, no. I just I said I didn't want to give a deep dive. I yeah. just, but, but you know, I just started going on my soliloquy. But you know, just shit like that. You feel me? But I definitely feel you. Well, you're going off of like what your favorite holiday is, right? Yeah, yeah. We went on holiday, and then I, I went on like many tangents, but yeah. just to get back to like where we what we were talking about stuff like that. What we talking about? I know we went on the herpy the herpy thing. You know, DJ <laughs> herpy, that. DJ e, DJ herpy, DJ herpy. You know, you can't spell Eon without herpy. What? Just continue next time. Alright, alright, alright. Um, my God. I feel like, alright, so one thing I was thinking about, since we've known each other for a significant amount of time, I always thought, I feel, I feel like we should always end the podcast with a throwback story. Okay. Is that fair? We have a lot. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Because we, we, we gotta we gotta bring these up, you know? Can we not use any of my throwback stories? Nah, we can we can start with mine since I've been the butt of the, the entire podcast <laughs> today. We can talk, we can talk about It's because we love you, Eon. We can talk about I was thinking about maybe we should we should talk about um Halloween twenty sixteen. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's, 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 that's 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 Halloween 2016. All right, say bless is all you. All right, so um, this happened at my alma mater. Shout out Sunny Corlin once again. Red Dragons for life. But uh, it was Halloween 2016, my senior year of college. Um, I had my guy Eon come up and visit, and visit me. You know, he wanted to come through and show love and whatnot. So when he came through first night, Soon as he got back, soon as he got home, soon as he got to Cortland, we, we we got to it, you know. Um, I think no, I don't think I know. I I met Eon drunk. I was drinking before I met Eon, so I met him drunk. So yeah. that set off the tone for what was going on that weekend, so. that whole weekend. Oh, you feel me? Oh, so I met him drunk. We walking like met him at the bus stop. Helped him out. Like we got to my like we walk into my dorm. The worst thing about my dorm or oh, the best. Yeah, it's my my, my my dorm, my crib, my crib, crib, my my apartment. I was living off campus that, that year. Yeah. But the best thing about my apartment or the worst thing, depending on who you ask, was that it was literally right across from the liquor store. That's so before we <laughs> before we before we got to my apartment, we're like, yo. The liquor store is right across the street. Let's get some liquor for, you know, for the weekend. So right. we went to the liquor store, and as soon as we get there, we see a bottle. We see mad bottles of um, Green Apple Amsterdam. It's put in pyramid form. I don't know why, for whatever reason, that weekend they wanted to put Green Apple Amsterdam. Because that's, that's the year it came out. I guess so, yeah. I think it was like brand new. So they wanted to put it in like pyramid form, make it look real nice. Right. So Eon decided that that was what he wanted to drink for the weekend. So we got Green Apple Amsterdam. We took it to the crib. He took a few shots to Amsterdam. We went to my... And then, like, before we left, we went to my friend's crib. So we got to my friend's crib. He has this bottle of Green Amsterdam in his hand. Really? That's cool. And I don't have... I think I have Henny. 
I'm drinking Henny for the weekend because that's just my drink of choice. So Loki, you already mixing. Yeah, I, I was. Oh, now was he mix? I was drinking Henny. Okay. He was drinking Green Hand for that. Okay. So my friends who were in Cortland and we went to the house. There's something that I like to call bad influences. You feel me? <laughs> so they're bad influences. So we're all drinking and they're convincing him to drink his Green Amsterdam, but also take shots of Henny because they have Henny too. You Shout for- out to my bros. You should. You forgot about the the the, the jungle juice. Oh no! I was getting there. Oh, I was getting right, there. Right, I was getting there. Right, we had Henny. All right, all right, all right. So we had Henny. Shout out to the Henny house, my brother for life. Shout out to the Henny house. They can stay. They convinced me to drink Henny, take shots of Henny, and they convinced him to take shots of Henny. Mind you, he already <laughs> had Green Apple Amsterdam. Bad the idea. Time. So he already had Green Apple Amsterdam, and he's already taking. So he's taking shots of Henny too. He's convinced to take shots of Henny. So then, they had Jungle Juice there too, from a party that they had like a week or two weeks before. There's Mad Jungle Juice there still there. Wait, I drank two weeks old vodka. Yeah, listen, oh, man. You're finding this out right now, but you had like jungle juice there. So, um, I'm gonna let you guys know this right now. Eon can easily be persuaded to take a drink. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a key phrase that you have to tell him to take, to tell him to, to, to drink. And I'm not gonna tell you right now because anybody can tell him that and he's gonna drink no matter who you are. Right. You can like you right. can be whoever you are. If you tell him to take a drink, he's gonna drink it. So All right. He's drinking it, you know. So they, they tell him like the magical phrase, and he ends up drinking it. So he starts drinking the jungle juice. He's taking shot. He already has shots of um, Green Apple Amsterdam. And he also has shots of Henny in his system, right? So he has three different types of alcohol in his system right now. And lo and behold, like we don't know what's going on for the night. Like, you no, know, we have a party that we're gonna go, we have a party that we had to go to, but we didn't know what was gonna happen. So we get to, we, we decide to leave my friend's house and we go to the house of another one of my friends. Mind you, these friends are one, one of the girls, this is a girl's house, this girl's house. But one of the girls that live in this apartment is one of the girls that Steve has been crushing on oh, for so long. I know what this is. So Steve has been crushing on this girl for so long and he finally gets the chance to meet this girl. But Steve has Henny, Green Apple Amsterdam, and Jungle Juice in his system that's bubbling in his system, but he has no idea what's about to happen. So we're in there, Eon's in there, and he meets the girl of his dreams. It's the girl of his dreams. Says hello to her. But after he says hello to her, chatting with D. <laughs> oh shit! Insert edit here. Two bars. <laughs> and he meets the girl of his dreams, but after that, man, he's just like quiet, but not like a starstruck quiet. More like a I'm dying quiet. Yeah, he's <laughs> dying on the inside, quiet. <laughs> Me, I'm having a great time hanging with my friends. I look at Eon. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Eon, like, are you okay? Eon is one of the most honest people in the world. <laughs> he looks me in right in my eyes and says, no. <laughs> I am not okay. I need to go home. <laughs> so I know that Eon's not lying. So I said, look, we gotta go home. I tell the girls that live in the apartment, my friend has to go home. 
He's not feeling the best right now. So I lead him out of the apartment. <laughs> Eon exits the apartment. Eon takes one step and slips. <laughs> Mind you, I want, I'm trying to set the picture for everybody, right? So Eon is at the top of the steps. He slips and he falls. He trips. But it's not like a trip. It's more like a flight. You feel me? He wow. flies like wow. the first the first slip. He's in the air and he's about to fall right down the steps. But before he can fall down the steps, he starts to vomit. Mid flight, <laughs> mid flight, Eon starts to vomit. Okay, so me looking at him, I had to react to two different events. So first I had to react to him slipping. Then I had to react to him vomiting. So it's like, oh, ow! <laughs> you ever reacted to two things at one time and you didn't know how? But I was like, ow, ow! Because <laughs> I was like, damn, damn! <laughs> so I'm like, damn. So before Eon even gets to the end of the steps, he's already covered in vomit. Oh so it's God. like he vomits while he's in midair, falls to the floor, and then the vomit just proceeds to fall on top of him. <laughs> and the rest of the vomit just falls on the floor. So I'm like, nah, man, I gotta get my son Eon out of here. But by the time I get down the steps, I smell his vomit. Because hours before, he had had a few buffalo wings and fries. Oh. So all I smell is buffalo wings, fries, and vomit <laughs> in one. And I have a weak stomach, everybody. So I smelled that, and it made me want to vomit. But I didn't want to be mixed in with his vomit. So I had to run out the house very quickly and throw up outside of the house. And that's the first time that the ladies are hearing this right now, because if, if y'all are hearing this right now, I'm so sorry. This is my first time, this is y'all first time hearing this, but I threw up too, right outside your house. I didn't throw up inside your house too. That was, that was Steve, I mean Eon. <laughs> that was all. That was Eon, you can edit that, that was all, man. But, you know, we got him out of there and we got him to my, my my apartment and we got him laid out on the couch and we had a bucket right beside him just in case he needed to throw up again. And then we woke up the next morning and he didn't remember a thing. Nope. That's crazy. He woke, you know when you fucked up, when you call somebody like, yo, what happened last night? <laughs> Anytime you call one of your friends, one of your homegirls or homeboys like, yo, what happened last night? You know that you probably did something wrong. Oh my god! And that's that's when you like, okay, I, I fucked up. I fucked up last night. You feel me? But that is what happened. That is the throwback story. Not one of my uh, most. Yeah, not one. Definitely not one. Of better moments, moments, but it happened. But it happened, man. You know, it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's just like you're in the moment, you're having fun, you're living life, you're enjoying yourself, and you go, you get too carried away, but. You know, you learn your lesson from that. I don't think, I don't want to say that I don't think that he's had moments like that because no, I haven't. As we progress, he I had was, more moments just like not yeah. just like that, but that was the last time I threw. That was the last time I threw up. First of all, that was like I even threw up midair. That's the last time I threw up. Period. <laughs> and before we that leave, I just want to know: Did y'all ever like? That was the last time I threw up. Period. Did you ever like? That was that. Have you ever threw up like midair? Wow. If you ever threw up midair, then please hit me up, DM, and explain your story because we could definitely talk about it. You know? wow. But that is the direct story of the pod. Wow.
Wow, wow. I mean, it takes takes some real effort and timing to... Yo, shout out to your friend, bro. He saved my life. Shit. I am forever indebted <laughs> yeah. to you, Cesar. You know, you know who you shout are, man. Shout out, Cesar. 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 Fine, Czar. 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 The point is, like, I am forever in your debt. That's that's what it is, man. Yeah, man, but 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 that that that's pretty much the story, you know. And yeah, man, I died. <laughs> yeah, I died. Pretty much. Yeah, man. <laughs> Eon died, and he's just especially in front of your crush too, son. Ugh. Oh, oh I don't terrible. know if you ever threw up in front of your crush, but I just want to let you know that I've I've been there. <laughs> fast forward three years later, his crush is in a relationship. So that's ah. that's that you know it is. That's that's fine. No nah, man, but that, that's just that's just where we are right now. Man. I digress. Man, that's man, crazy, man. you know. But you know, that, she's still fine though. She can get it. Oh, she is. I can't say nothing, man. Man, man, we I, not we not snitching on ourselves. No, I, we ain't rappers. I'm not gonna say I'm nothing. Not, I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say nothing. But somebody show me an IG. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, that's the story. Throwback story to end the pod. So that's been episode one. Episode one of you good guys, good good podcast. DJ Eon, Mike Stay Bless, Mick Jiggy. Just right. want to ask you for next week, man. Are you good? Hit Is us. you good? Is you good? I'm great. I am fantastic. We were asking. We were just saying. Is you good? I'm good. Point is, is you good? Is right? you good? So episode two will dropping. Episode two will be dropping soon, man. Follow us on Instagram at Mike underscore Stay Bless at. Mick Jiggy M I C K dot J I G G Y. And you can follow me at. Mick, wait, Mick? Oh shit, I'm Bob. You forgot your name? <laughs> you can follow <laughs> Mick Jiggy? My fault, bro. You can follow me at DJ underscore Eon. You can follow the group at syndicated underscore entertainment. So, this is the end of the Yuga podcast. We'll see you next. We see you next time. We'll see you next time. Next time, that's right. Next time. Made a mistake on my IG tag. Make sure you look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, you good? Yeah, are you good? Is you good? All right, man, we out. Yeah, we out of here.